0: Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy 2.15 and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton. Hi, welcome back uh, to this, it
1: was a sunny uh, Tuesday today. Um, I'm your host, Michelle Mix.
2: I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix.
1: I'm your host, Pam Lampton. I'm
3: your host, Danielle Law.
1: And welcome back this week. And this week, um, we're still in the ambassador's uh, session or um, topics. And we're today, we'll be talking about the gift of the spirit, uh, which is by faith, not by law or works. Um, so, let's um, go ahead and start. Dad, can you open us in prayer?
2: Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful gift of grace. We pray that the listeners will be blessed and the lost find salvation through your word. Father, we come to you in the power and authority of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. And um, this week, Pam, did we have any questions come in? We
4: did have questions come in. Uh, Let's see here we had a question um, from one of our listeners and it's in Ephesians 4:7 it's what she's referencing to and she wants to know if there's any help in understanding what the phrase measure of Christ means and could it mean in an appropriate um, proportion of that phrase? Um, and I believe that the measure of Christ in that verse is a measure of gift. Yeah. Yeah, she,
2: yes, she referred to chapter four, verse seven. Verse seven.
1: Does yeah. somebody have that? Yeah, wondering? I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and start with reading that. Um, so it's Ephesians four. Uh, she was referring to um, yeah, Ephesians four, four seven. verse seven. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. So in your question that you read, I think the Mm -hmm. word gift was left out. Mm -hmm. So we need to make sure that that's in there because that's very important. Um, Yeah,
2: because we've got to understand that everything is inside of grace. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about the gift, it's part of grace. It's in grace.
1: And... Actually, when we're looking at that, so she wants to understand um, what the measure, she said measure of Christ, but it's the measure of the gift of Christ. Um, So, actually, we should read further down because that Mm -hmm. really explains why. Um, So, let me read. I'm going to read down through 11. Um, Actually, I'll go down to um, read through 13. So, it says, He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers. Let me, the,
2: let me say the the ministry gifts of Christ has to do with the body. In other words, making the body mature. Go ahead, Michelle.
1: Mm-hmm. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. And to me, thirteen, also is just as important because when you're when we're looking at the question of the what are the gifts of Christ, um, and then it's talking about the gift, um, well, God's word that He gave us. Mm -hmm. You know, as you know, He's saying it's perfecting of the saints for the ministry, um, for the apostles. And I like the part where it says, "Till we all come in the unity of the faith," which I think is very important.
2: Yeah, the perfection means maturity. Um, Christ wants the body of Christ, the members of the body of Christ, to be in unity, to function in the body, so and to be to be um, mature ambassadors in the body of Christ and have unity. And the only way to have True unity is to rightly divide the word of truth, understanding this dispensation that we're in this age of grace. And if we're all Christ, if we all have the mind of Christ in sound doctrine, then we have unity.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, like it's saying in verse, like you go back to Ephesians 4. My print's really small. Ephesians 4.4. 4, mm-hmm. uh-huh. There is one body and one spirit. Even as you're called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all who is above all through all and in all. So that that's amazing how the grace of God, our forgiveness, our salvation is in all. Mm -hmm. Okay, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. and, and this gift is talking about, like you said, it's through Christ. It was the free gift of salvation that came through Christ, which makes us all one mm-hmm. in Christ. And then I think what um, people get met, we, we take the term measure, like we're measuring the ingredients for our, our cake or whatever we're making. And this doesn't mean that you get the measure of the gift of Christ, like some get some a little bit, the other get more. That's not what this gift, the gift of Christ is talking about, the salvation, the free gift that Christ has given us. But going down further, he he talks about the gifts that each of us in the body of Christ get. One person, the hand can't be the foot. Right. And the head can't be the arm. Mm hmm. You know, we have to think of this whole section as as the body of Christ.
2: They have to operate at their full capacity or potential. Right. And, of course, the only way that we can do that is to study the word of God and study sound doctrine.
4: Mm -hmm. Right. So that's a good question. Um, But, you know, when we we say, well, the measure of of the gift of Christ is not that some get a little bit and the other get more.
1: It's given yeah. yeah, right. to
4: us as who we are. Right. As a whole. So, right. And who we are.
1: And um, so it's, it's like the measure of what that gift is. So um, if I can, um, uh, you know, we take a gift. Let's say that, you know, we're, we're doing this program together. And um, Pam, you take, you take a part that gives us, uh, breaks down questions. You know, get helps us with the questions. Um, Danielle helps with, you know, she's the one bringing out a scripture. So we're each taking that one gift, but we're doing to what our, um, what is what we're good at, you know, mm-hmm. and to be, you know, ambassadors. We're spreading the same because we're all in unity. Mm-hmm. But we're each doing it to what each of us can do. Is right. maybe yeah. a way to say your message. Yeah,
2: and our goal, all of our goal, is to. Uh, edify the body of Christ
4: mm-hmm. right and, like it, and go ahead oh I'm sorry um, like in Romans 12 6 it says we have different gifts according to the grace given us
3: mm-hmm.
4: um, and if one gift is prophecy and let him propit you know propitiation through his faith you know God does it just like we look at Paul and and the gifts that God had given him and the grace God given gave him to the people that he could meet. And everyone, us sitting on this panel right now are around a completely different realm of people. Yeah. And, but yeah, we're all in the body of Christ. We've all received the free gift of Jesus Christ and salvation. Yeah. yeah,
2: One of the, one of the mistakes that we, uh, as believers that we make is we say, what is God's will for my life? Well, we should not ask that question. That's the wrong question to ask. The question is, what is God's will? Then we get into his word and find out what God's will is. And then we'll see where we fit into that program. Mm-hmm. So we're not mm-hmm. looking for God's will for our life. We're looking for God's will.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: To edit for how he edifies the church or the body of Christ. Yes. And, and of course we have to understand his eternal purpose. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So that was, that's a good verse that, um, uh, one of our Facebook listeners, did it come through our Facebook?
4: Yes, it did. Yeah, what sure uh, they sent
1: in. Um, and definitely when we're looking at that, sometimes we can get confused if we leave some words out. That's why it's very important to read it, you know, exactly what it says. So um, every
2: word means something. Yeah. No whether it's so it making sure we've read yeah. that
1: it's given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Because we're not yeah. measuring
4: Christ where it's the measure and the gift of Christ.
3: Yeah.
4: Right, and that gift is salvation.
3: Yeah.
4: Through Christ. And you know the and it does throughout if you go to a lot of cross references it talks about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the measure, there's a lot of you can probably do your own study on this. Measure uses the word measure a lot in different things like measure of the spirit, measure of of gifts. Mm-hmm. And, and and those are not proportional it's basically saying what you can handle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's another study within itself because it does take a lot yeah. to go through. But, you know, God knows what Michelle can handle. God knows what Michelle needs, whether she goes through a trial or um, a blessing.
3: Mm-hmm. He
4: knows exactly what you can handle in that measurement. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of
2: course, the best way to, to find out what a verse means is to let God explain it. And uh, better than going to a commentary, go to let God be the commentary and let his word be the commentary. Of course, it takes work to do that.
4: It takes yeah, and work it, in
2: search. And to it do does
4: that. help when you search out the other scriptures that coincide or, or um, cross-reference with that. That, yeah, that helps sorry. out. Well, And, just and so to read it, it all in content.
1: Yeah. So, like, if we give an example, and this is just in case, you know, somebody like me didn't realize this, but (laughs) when you have your verses and you have them inside of here, and uh, I'm showing it so people on Facebook can see it, but inside of here, it will give you the Mm cross-reference. So, if if in your Bible, you're seeing these verses in the middle of what you're reading, that is what those are for. They're cross-referencing. Uh, mm-hmm. So, when we're cross-referencing um, a lot of our online Bible study, um, we're not just digging those out of thin air. We're using our resource, which is the Bible, and getting those cross-references to help understand.
2: Yeah, and somebody else has done all the hard work. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. did that for us. But I just wanted to show that to uh, our Facebook listeners, because actually it took, it was a long time before I realized what all those verses in the middle section was for. So, so I learned.
2: That's why you read the directions.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
2: Okay. Well, today's lesson is the, uh, the gift of the spirit by faith, not by works. So, um, knowing how man works or functions. I think Danielle would like to start us out.
3: I'll read Galatians 3, 1 through 4.
2: Okay.
3: Oh, foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you, that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath been evidently set forth, crucified among you. This only would I learn of you, received ye the Spirit by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith, are ye so foolish? Having begun in the spirit, are ye now made perfect by the flesh? Have ye suffered so many things in vain, if it be yet in vain?
2: A little later we'll go into uh, your uh, your spirit, soul, and body and how that fits in. Satan once. Wants uh, your Christian life to be vain by works, by a performance system, and all you can do is to bring condemnation on yourself. You are seeking to please God on what you are doing, and it's going to bring havoc to your, to your Christian life. In other words, if you're doing it on your own and, and doing it by works, you're going to be, bring uh, havoc on your Christian life, make you miserable. Mm-hmm. Satan wants you not to work on the grace system, but on on a works performance system and we and we've all gone through all of that
1: mm-hmm.
2: causing you to lose your blessings and and puts you under stress and burnout um, and we've heard that before and, and we've experienced that
3: mm-hmm.
2: work system puts you in a uh, mindset going back to the old and not moving forward in grace motivation, not operating in sound doctrine. And and we know that if we don't rightly divide the word of truth and and we go pick things out of times past and try to apply it to this age of grace, then everything gets um, confusing and mixed up.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Note in Genesis 3, 6, 13 shows a pattern. Man goes by uh, sin nature. Adam and Eve are not going on sound doctrine, so we don't add or omit in God's Word. Mm-hmm. In other words, uh, uh, Adam sins. Adam uh, uh, Eve is deceived by Satan, and she's deceived because she doesn't because Adam didn't teach her sound doctrine. Adam was given by God the commandments, which were very short, only one thing. Mm-hmm. And he blew it with, by not teaching Eve, say, sound doctrine. Mm-hmm. So she, so Satan comes along and confuses her and tricks her. Say, uh, Adam wasn't tricked. He wasn't fooled. He knew. But Satan tricked uh, Eve.
1: And they became not satisfied in what God had made them. After that, uh, not being thankful how God made them and His provisions for them, they were made. They were made in the image of God and wanted more. Um, they also desired a self-centered life, self-oriented life. Then they coveted what was not theirs and they sinned. Uh, they had sinful emotion, emotional responses, uh, feelings of guilt. Fear, shame, rejection, and alienation. And then they turn on each other, which was brought out or brought on by their sinful emotions. Uh, So we're going to take a break right there, and we're going to come right back after break.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. It's time to serve, learn, change the world, You are listening to the radio program Why Paul. If you'd like to participate in today's program, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Michael R. Mix at fourteenth street Now back to Why Paul. And welcome back. I'm your host, Michelle Mix.
2: I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix.
4: I'm your host, Pam Lampton. And I'm your host, Danielle Law. Law <laughs> Yeah. And we are glad that you are here. Um, but we do want to make an announcement that this will be our last um, premiere on Voice America programming, the empowerment programming. We do want to give a big thanks to Mr. Price and our producer, Joshua, I believe his name is. Um, If I got that wrong, then let me know. But I do want to thank everyone that has helped um, this program and has listened. And I know we have some faithful listeners and we have people all over the world that listen. But at this time, we have to um, change our route a little bit. Uh, We may be back, but we will be on Facebook Live on Saturday morning starting January 1st. Um, and that would be on the Facebook. Um, if you want to look us up, it's Fourteenth Street Online Bible Study, and that's a number fourteen with the T H S T R E E T O N L I N E B I B L E S T U D Y Fourteenth Street online Bible study that is Facebook. We will be live on Saturday mornings at nine on Facebook live. You can still go to Facebook and email or message, private message with any questions, concerns, prayer request. Um, we are thankful for the voice America and how it has reached many, many people around the world. And we want you to keep in touch with us through our email, if you like, and we'll have Michelle give us that email. Um, that would be uh, Michael R. Mix at
1: Fourteenth Street Is that the website or the? Okay, that's, that's
4: website. That's, that's, that's the email. email. That's email. Okay.
1: Sorry.
4: Yeah, there is a Fourteenth Ministry website as well. Yes, Fourteenth Street Ministries Okay. So All I right. want to thank everybody for that. And we will be praying for everyone, whether we see you or not. And hopefully you can get catch us on Facebook on Saturday mornings.
2: Yep. And we don't want to forget Winston. So.
1: Not yes.
4: Winston. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. Don't forget Winston. Winston we'll
4: remember Christ. some more names.
2: Yes. yes.
1: Okay. And so I'm going to go back to my number four where I was talking. Um, and to give us a refresher. So we were talking about Adam and Eve. Uh, where they had the sinful emotional responses. They had the feelings of guilt, uh, fear, shame, rejection, and alienation, and then turning on each other, brought on by their sinful emotions, causing, which is causing us to, or them, us, to have worldly sorrow and not godly sorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's now, a difference.
3: Yeah, Go
2: ahead. I, I was going to say that uh, in this age of grace, um, uh, you have you have worldly sorrow, but the godly sorrow is looking at the cross, mm-hmm. uh, looking at the cross, and, and finding that that you don't have to have sorrow. In other words, uh, that guilt and all that is taken away. So we look at the cross for the solution for that. Right. Instead, uh... instead of looking at our own efforts.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And it's easier to do that. Yeah. Yeah, right. So a worldly sorrow um, gets you to create a worldly technique um, to get around and out about your sin problem. So basically, worldly sorrow uh, causes you to develop a way to back out or to make, make excuse of your sin problem. Mm -hmm. And man's way is not God's way. And um, along with that comes uh, rational thinking and and lying. So that becomes a performance system, which is legalism, um, avoidance of accountability, and the shift of blame on everybody else. And we can see this. We think, well, you know, children are so innocent but you know children are born sinners mm-hmm. we're all sinners and when worldly sorrow steps in as a an example of a child um they feel bad about something but that yet they don't want to really come out and say yeah i feel bad i'll never do that again i'll try not to do it again they'll blame it on somebody else mm-hmm. it's like getting into the cookie jar and they Okay, I'm eating the cookies. Oh, well, Sandra came in and she saw me eat the cookies. So I'll give her one too. And then mom yeah. comes in and guess what? It's Sandra's fault. She's the one. That yeah, she's the one, one eating her. it. She's mm-hmm. the one gave gave everybody the cookies.
2: Yeah. And, and, then so. the, and then the parents deal with them under a legalistic system instead <clears throat> of dealing with them under grace. Mm-hmm. And, and using that as a teaching uh, motivation but come in with a legalism and and have all these rules and regulations without teaching them grace. I'll read
3: Genesis three, six through 13. All right. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and, gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat and the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed big leaves together and made themselves aprons and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden.
2: They got to remember that the, um, uh, they didn't go look for, they went and hid, and they covered themselves with the, in other words, that was man's idea to cover themselves. Mm-hmm. And then uh, note there that God went looking for them. And that's the same way with us. God came looking for us. We didn't go look for God. Mm-hmm. He came looking for us. Okay, Michelle, or uh, Daniel. Verse,
3: verse 9, and the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself.
2: Yeah, and, and, he, and, and, and I hate to break in, but sir, <laughs> but, um, uh, no, so they, they were afraid,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, they hid themselves. So they, they before God had been coming, visit them daily in the garden, and there mm-hmm. was no fear. They enjoyed his fellowship, but mm-hmm. now they're afraid of him. Okay, go ahead.
3: Verse eleven, and he said, "Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree thereof? I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat." And the man said, "The woman whom thou gavest to me, gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat." Terrible. And the Lord God <laughs> said unto the woman. What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, "The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat."
2: Yeah, blame, blame, blame. Each of mm-hmm. them blamed the other. Yeah, yeah.
3: Adam <laughs> blamed Eve. Eve blamed the serpent. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. it's not my fault.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Ephesians uh, four eleven through twelve, and we're talking about <laughs> the the um, basically back on those gifts we were talking that question. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. That's for maturing of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body. So we're, oh, talking, we're actually talking about a man, we're talking about, about uh, believers in Christ and, and our responsibilities and, and who we are in Christ.
1: I do find it interesting that um, a lot of times uh, we have um, a, a lesson um, that we're going to talk about, a Bible study that we're going to talk about. And during the week, before we get to our program time, um, somebody sends in a question that happens to be in what we were going to talk about today.
2: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. so
1: Yeah. So, the Ephesians 4, 7. That's mm-hmm. the question. Yeah, and,
2: and back to Ephesians, um, the, uh, the reason we this is in here is because as believers, as ambassadors of Christ, uh, we need the answers for those questions, that were those problems that were given with Adam and Eve about blaming and whatever. Mm-hmm. And we want to lead them back to the word. The, if somebody's in error, out through grace, we want to lead them to the truth.
1: Yes, and um, so an example for repair in th- this, this is, I'm going to read Mark 119, uh, talking about uh, repairing nets, um, oh, which repairing is, bad
2: doctrine. yeah,
1: yeah. so th- this would be an example of repair in bad, and bad doctrine, so making it in the good doctrine. Uh, Mark 119, and when he had gone a little further thence, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in the ship mending their nets, uh, so that's bringing the saints back to sound doctrine.
2: Yeah, that's when we, when we, as believers, and, uh, and of course we're all teachers. So when we when we have when we, when we have a believer that has uh, legalistic doctrine, doctrine is not sound. It's our responsibility in a loving manner, that is, is to, is to direct them back to the word of God and give them the word of God. We don't condemn them. We, we give them the word of God. And that way we, re, we repair the net. So, so say,
4: mm-hmm.
2: we're repairing the net by giving them sewing in sound doctrine. Mm-hmm.
4: And like you said, it's, it's done in love and, and prayer. Um, it totally has to be Holy Spirit led. Um, if it's man led and we were um, dependent on our own self, like our own way of doing things, it's not gonna turn out right. You just yeah. can't see something in somebody and just think, well, I know better than them and I'm gonna change them.
2: Yeah, and, and another thing is too, um, using the net as an example, if, if the net has a hole in it and you're going out fishing, and you have a hole in a net. What happens to the fish you catch? It's through the hole. They mm-hmm. fall through the hole, and that's the mm-hmm. same way as with the gospel. If if we if we're not presenting sound doctrine, then there's a hole in the gospel that we're giving, and then we may lose uh, potential believers. You know.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So mm-hmm. okay,
4: um, Galatians six one. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. So there's some key words here. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. It doesn't, it's referring to somebody who's mature, somebody who is in sound doctrine or in their word of God and restoring in the spirit of meekness.
2: It's not saying I'm spiritual and I'm better than you are because I'm spiritual. It's, it's like Pam says, it's knowing the word of God and uh, knowing sound doctrine, that makes you spiritual because you know the will of God. You have the mind of Christ, and then you're able to restore somebody with sound doctrine.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Bobby, hi Bobby, uh, thanks for joining us on Facebook Live. Uh, he says, What about Hebrews 8, 10 through 11? Uh, so I'll go ahead and read that. Okay. Um, it says, So Hebrews 8, 10, and 11 says, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts. And I will be to them a God and they shall be to me a people and they shall not teach every man, his neighbor and every man, his brother saying, know the Lord for all shall know me from the least to the greatest.
2: Okay. Let me answer that. Hebrews is, is written to the nation of Israel Mm -hmm. and that information when, uh, when Christ returns, you have the nation of Israel, and the the word of God will be written in their hearts. They won't need to be taught. Uh, there won't there be no more teaching or whatever into God's word because it'll be written in their hearts. Okay, but in the but in the and that was to Israel, the nation of Israel. Those are ages to come. This age of grace. How we get it written in our hearts is we study the word of God. That's why we have. Uh, Romans through Philemon, uh, Paul the Apostle to the Gentiles in this age of grace, to the Jew or Gentile as individuals, we 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 are, we're filled with the Holy Spirit. We're in Christ, Christ in us. We're in God. We 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 get communications from God through through the Word of God, and we and we put that in our hearts. That sound doctrine is put into her and the old, the old is taken out and, and we learn sound doctrine. And, it's, and that sound doctrine is written in our hearts. It's true, the, word, the written word. So mm-hmm. that's the reason we have the Bible is to study it. That's the reason we need to study it. But, in, but the, the, the one in, in Hebrews is talking about the nation of Israel. When Christ returns, the the true Israel, the true nation of Israel, that'll be written in their hearts. They will know it, and they won't have to study it. It'll be in them, in their nature. But yeah, and this, it's a
4: great it's a great promise, though that he has promised. He's given a covenant to the nation of Israel as well as to well, the Gentiles.
2: Well, but yeah, I but mean, we but yeah, but that covenant. There's the covenant was given the first covenant was given to the nation of Israel and mm-hmm. that new covenant is given to the nation of Israel after right. after the uh, during the uh, millennium we're not we're not under that covenant we're under grace okay
4: right that's a, I was referring to that the grace you can see both parts of god's mo- most important message in both parts yeah is his word And his word in the hearts of man. Right. And Israel has, to a point, has rejected Christ. So their their day is coming because of the rejection of Christ, it was turned to Gentiles, the grace. So, but God's, you can see God's true heart is I want everyone to know my word. I want everyone to know salvation.
2: Yeah, you have to... um When you're looking at the nation of Israel and the body of Christ, we live in the same house and on one side of the house is the nation of Israel and on the other side of the house is the body of Christ. We have the same Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ is our foundation and Christ is the head of that house. So you have Israel on one side, the body of Christ on one side. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And like Pam says, it's all Points To the Lord Jesus Christ
3: Okay um, All right. I'll read uh, First Thessalonians After our break
1: Okay Alright
3: We'll be right back
0: Become our friend On Facebook Post your thoughts About our shows And network On our timeline Visit facebook.com Forward slash Voice America 14th Street Ministries Is a listener Supported ministry Your donations Are most appreciated You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thStreetMinistries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study.
2: Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? We're making
0: it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to the radio program, Why Paul? If you'd like to participate in today's program, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Michael R. Mix at 14th Street Now back to why Paul. Hi. And welcome back. I'm your host, Michelle Mix.
2: I'm your host, Michael Mix.
0: I'm
3: your host, Pam Lampton. And I'm your host, Danielle Law. Um, and I'll read First Thessalonians five twenty-three. Okay. okay. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ.
2: I was talking about our, um, our spirit, our soul, and our body. Uh, remember that um, there's three parts to us. And our spirit, which is our mind, and, and that is God conscious. Our heart, when it speaks of the heart, it's speaking of our soul, and that is me conscious. And when we speak of uh, our flesh, which is our body, that's world conscious. So our mind and spirit is God conscious. Our heart, which is our soul, is me conscious, and and world conscious is our flesh and our body. Okay, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So each each one of those have a function, right? Mm-hmm. Each each part of that body has a function and becomes one body. And when when, uh, when, when you read First Thessalonians five twenty three, mm-hmm. it will all come when the rapture comes. It will all become one. One one sanctified spirit soul and body.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So as as the body that would be in James three fifteen, that says this wisdom descendeth not from above but is earthly, sensual and devilish. Uh, for the spirit, the mind, um, it's First Corinthians two eleven. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Uh, also in Job 14.22 says, But his flesh upon him shall have pain, and his soul within him shall mourn.
2: When you talk about the inner parts, the inner man is is your spirit and your soul.
4: And in um, Hebrews 4.12, it refers to all three. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and the joints and marrow and is discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart.
2: That covers all three, right?
4: Yes. Mm -hmm. And that was the word of God is the one that um, does all those.
3: Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, matthew 10 28 says and fear not them which kill the body but are not able to kill the soul but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell yeah. um, genesis 35 18 says and it came to pass as her soul was depart was in departing for she died that she called his name Be- uh, benoni but his father called him benjamin
2: And that was her soul, her heart. When you talk about her soul, it's talk about her heart, okay? Mm-hmm. And in James uh, 2.26, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. And that was in James, and of course that's for the nation of Israel. But we're just giving you the example between the, the body and the spirit, that the body can be dead uh, uh, without the spirit. But that, that is, when you're talking about that, that's talking about the nation of Israel.
4: Which one? That was that's, James 2,
2: 26? Yeah. For the body without the spirit is dead. So faith without works is, is dead also. Yeah, you can't, because that was for, that's for the nation of Israel. And people try to take that and say, well, that uh, uh, faith without works is dead. So, but that, but the uh, but what it means is...
4: Okay, so that reference is the reference of the uh, dispensation of the faith with works.
2: Yeah, and that has to do with the nation of Israel. We're, we, right. now we're, we're in this age of grace, the body of Christ.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: In Matthew 16, 26, for what is a man profit if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul, his heart, Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? So he's talking about the heart, the soul.
4: Okay.
1: And God is spirit and communicate to man's spirit. As in uh, 1 Corinthians 2, 10 through 12 says, but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man, which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now we received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit of which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God.
2: Yeah, our only way to communicate with God is through the spirit, because God is spirit. So our mm-hmm. spirit has to be alive, and, uh, and instead, of, instead of the body Instead of the flesh controlling the soul, which is the heart, the spirit controls it.
4: Okay. The soul to the body controlled by the Holy Spirit. Romans 10.10. 10. For with the heart man believeth unto a righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation.
2: So the body is working in unison with the soul and the and the uh, the spirit, soul, and body.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Romans six seventeen says, "But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered." Ye
2: obeyed from the soul. Okay, go ahead.
3: And First Samuel sixteen seven uh, says, "But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his con." Uh, countenance. countenance or the height of his stature because I have refused him for the Lord seeth not as man seeth for man looketh on outward appearance but the Lord looketh on the heart
2: yeah the Lord looks on the soul in the same way today he's not looking at our sinful nature as believers he's looking on our soul and our spirit
3: mm-hmm
2: in Proverbs seven, twenty three seven, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. Talk talking about his soul again there. And then uh, Job 38.36, uh, who hath put wisdom in the inward parts, or who hath given understanding to the heart? Of course, we're talking about the inner man. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and Bobby um, says, Chur- um, Church is in us today. So if we're not walking in the Spirit, we're walking dead. Can we enter heaven if we're not born of the Spirit?
2: The, the simple the, the question is you, your spirit uh, has to be regenerated. And when we believe the gospel, and we're going to give that in a minute, when we believe the gospel, then we become a brand new creation and our uh, spirit controls our soul and not our flesh controlling our soul. So we communicate with God in spirit because we're filled with the Holy Spirit.
1: Okay. Does
2: that answer the question?
1: Okay. I think so for Bobby. Thank you. And and just to um, just remind us even with Bobby, with what your questions are, um that, um, as Karen um, said to read, was Ephesians 1, 9. I'm going to read Ephesians 1, 9, and 10. Okay. Um, going back to help uh, with Bobby's questions there. Okay. Uh, Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. In Christ.
2: In Christ, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. And that's that's why we're looking for his will, see? We don't look for the, his will for us. We want to know what his will is.
1: Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and in Psalms, uh, Psalm 1914 says... Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. And then 1 Kings 3.9 says, Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this, thy so great a people?
2: We're we're seeking understanding. We want to understand. We pray, we pray that the listeners will get into God's word and understand it. And we want to understand
4: it.
3: And we have uh, good news to share, right, Aunt
1: Pam?
4: Yes. Um, How to go to heaven on the easy way? In short, is a simple form of how to go to heaven. That's one of the main questions a lot of people ask: Is how do I go to heaven? We need to understand that every single person is a sinner. I'm a sinner. We're all born sinners. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall and come short of the glory of God. For all have sinned and call, have come short of the glory of God. As a sinner, we are separated from God who is holy. He's righteous and just. And our destiny is eternal separation from God in the lake of fire as sinners.
0: Christ's death
3: Christ's death for our sins, uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and that he rose again in the third day according to the scriptures. That's the
2: gospel, if you believe that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Go ahead, go ahead. Although we,
3: although we deserve damnation and judgment, Christ paid for our sins on the cross. He then demonstrated his deity in his victory over death by rising from the dead. Christ, being fully man and fully God, paid the penalty for our sins that we cannot pay.
2: And uh, we can have eternal life by placing our faith in Christ shed blood for our sins. Uh, in Ephesians uh, 2, 8, 9. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It has nothing to do with I, what I've done. It's everything that Christ did at the cross. Mm-hmm. It is the gift of God, a gift. You don't work for a gift. Not of works, at least any man should boast. So we look at the cross. How do I get salvation? I look at Christ and, and the blood that he shed to pay for my sins and the sins of the world.
1: Mm -hmm. And Colossians 1.14, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. So knowing that we are sinners and that Christ died for us, we should respond by placing our faith in Christ's payment for our sins. We are not saved by our own good works, but by the grace of our God. Grace can be thought of as an unmerited favor.
4: Yeah, and if you want to think of the word grace, you can take each letter. And G is God's riches at Christ's expense. Mm-hmm. That's grace. That's a God's riches. Yes, God's riches at Christ's expense.
2: Yep, he paid it. We just sit back and enjoy it.
4: Mm-hmm. It's amazing love that God has sent his son to die for us who were sinners and a creation creation. The creator of the of us came down to die for us so that we can have eternal life.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And we just pray that you would trust Christ today and think about um, that this week. And we pray that you will come to the Lord Jesus Christ as your own personal Savior.
2: He's done it all for you.
4: And, and thank for you for us. listening to us on um, Voice America.
1: Uh, and we'll hope to see you on Facebook. So, see you January 1st.
0: You have been listening to Why Paul. Visit us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com. And please join Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more thoughts and wisdom. Also be sure to tell everyone about our program.